In the spirit of reconciliation, the Arounders podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to The All-Rounders, a podcast celebrating the duality of athletes' lives. I'm your host, Holly Ferling, and I have had the privilege of navigating my own dual career as an Australian cricketer and a sports broadcaster. On this podcast, you're going to hear the untold stories of current and former athletes as they share how they've juggled their careers on and off the field and how ultimately embracing those diverse identities has led to extraordinary performances. Hi there. For those who I haven't had the pleasure of meeting, my name is Holly Furling. I'm a cricketer and a sports broadcaster, and I am so excited to take you through this season of the All-Rounders. I thought I'd begin this series with almost a bit of a prequel, just giving you a bit of an insight as to who I am and the challenges I've faced as a dual career athlete and the, some of the reasons, I guess, as to why I decided to start this podcast. So my career has seen the transition of female athletes from amateur to semi-professional. I was 16 when I got my first state contract. I think it was $900. So I was living in a small country town in Queensland at school in grade 11. And I was driving to Brisbane every weekend to train with the Queensland Fire. In school holidays, I found myself actually in Brisbane for a couple of weeks training and doing all of the sessions then with my teammates and One of the things that struck me was watching on a Tuesday night, some of my teammates roll in with their cricket bag in one hand with their cricket spikes in it. And then in the other hand was their heels from their corporate job that they had just come from. And that dual career balance was demonstrated to me so clearly throughout those first few years. But I mean, it's still been something that I'm seeing day in, day out now, and it's continued to encourage me and in my pursuits. And I know that at that point in time, it was a necessity. $900 wasn't going to go very far for anyone. And so it was almost like their professional career was number one, cricket was second. And as the years have gone on, that balance has started to shift a little bit more. I was someone who always wanted to excel in all fields. And I think that comes down to my upbringing with my parents and and how high achieving they are as well. But when I made my debut for the Australian women's cricket team as a 17-year-old, I was in year 12, I missed the first four weeks of year 12, I made it my mission to prove that you could do both, that you could excel in sport and schoolwork at the same time. So across that year, I think I had an attendance rate of under 70% because I had gone to a World Cup, I'd gone to an Ashes series, I'd had training camps, I'd maintained a straight A report card and ended up getting the second highest university score that you could get. So I started to realize that this balance could exist if it was something that I really wanted to do. Eventually, I found myself studying and working while playing cricket for my state, my country and my big bash teams. I worked as a journalist in a commercial radio newsroom at the same time that I was still studying my degree. I'd done some work experience and within a couple months, found myself with a job And it was such a cool time of my life because I was able to do essentially two full shifts in a day. I started 
in the newsroom at 6am, just before the 6am news bulletin. And then my shifts would go until two. I'd be going to press conferences. I'd be writing as much copy as I could, voicing over bits and pieces. And then I'd go to training after that until seven or eight o'clock. And in that time, I loved it because it was a choice for me. I, I got to do all those things. But at the same time, though, it was a bit of a necessity. I had teammates that were school teachers and being at school all day and then rolling into training. I had other teammates of mine that had businesses and everyone was still working. So it was this complete understanding in our team as to where everyone was, how everyone was going and how you could almost go about achieving in both careers and helping each other through that. I then started to get some opportunities to work with Channel 7 commentating on the cricket and it really started to bring together two of my passions, one being cricket, but the second one being storytelling, which is the reason why I went into journalism. There's so many stories of athletes and, and people out there that you don't get the opportunity to share. And so being able to do that o over the course of a test match or a T20 game or a one day game, it's been one of the best gigs I've ever had. But I never thought that pursuing dual careers would actually become my biggest challenge. And I don't mean in terms of time management, but more so identity. In the 2020-2021 season, I had a real mixed bag season on the field. I was in form at different points and then I fell out of form right at the moment that I needed it most. And that was heading into a WNCL final. Queensland hadn't won before. It just There was this overarching feel that we were about to make history and um, I wasn't picked for that final and it and it shattered me. As joyful as I was that we won and how excited I was to see my teammates doing well, you don't end up playing cricket just to sit on the bench. You want to be out there to help your teammates out and you want to be around it. So while I was feeling a little bit down and vulnerable around that, I was rattled further by a comment that came at our end of season dinner and I was approached by someone from the local media who asked me when I was retiring because in their mind, the more that you do in the media, the more sought after you are and the longer you stay in cricket, the less you play and the more that teams and players start to phase you out. I was then hit with the same question by someone else in a completely different context about a week and a half later and all of a sudden I felt like maybe I wasn't as self-aware as I was. There was, all, there was this narrative surrounding me that I hadn't even realised was beginning to happen and I couldn't believe that people were expecting me at the age of 25 to be retiring after a season that, yeah, wasn't my best or didn't finish as my best, but I'd never expected that people would start talking about that. And I had to do a lot of work around this. I really tried hard to understand where this was coming from. And I spoke to a lot of loved ones. I spoke to a lot of people close to me. And it seemed to be that the more that I looked into it, it seemed that people were seeing former players as the ones that go into media, not the ones that had studied and become journalists first. I started to look around me at other dual career athletes and see whether they too were getting those questions and they weren't. So I was being put in this box that was completely different to some of my other dual career friends and, and athletes. And I soon learned that this was a projection of others. And when I looked internally, I actually realized that these moments of being able to pursue both to commentate on a test match and then roll into training and then roll into games. These were some of the moments that have made me the most fulfilled, being able to juggle both and feel like I'm achieving both on and off the field. I mentioned before with Channel 7 that the, one of the things that lights me up is being able to share people's stories. And I tell you what, I've met some amazing people across my career who are juggling more than one role in life and 
they are honestly kicking goals on and off the field in no matter what they take up. And some of them have even changed careers off the field and they're still kicking goals. So this is why I started the All-Rounders, to share some of these challenges and the triumphs that these dual career athletes have and almost shine a, a new light on them as humans. Something you'll notice in this podcast is the diverse careers our athletes have and that they choose to follow, whether it be from media to business to medical fields. Our athletes are finding their purpose in so many other areas in society. And I think it's safe to say that so many of our communities are going to benefit from the contributions these athletes are making both now but also in the future. I'm constantly inspired by these people and the more that I've listened to the interviews as I've gone through the editing process, I keep finding these other little nuggets of gold each time I listen to it. So I have no doubt each of you are going to do the same. So welcome to the All-Rounders and I hope you enjoy this first season.